0: Tape
1: talk. Tape talk. Call 021 446 0567. So, uh, after the show last week, I checked my email as I tend to do, and I saw that I'd received the following email. And it read I'm looking to give away my late husband's Yamaha baby grand piano. So, let me know if you will take it or have someone who will care for it. Regards, Lindy Pretorius. And then an email address. Now, I had received a similar email at the end of last year. And I'd actually been meaning to respond to it um, because I thought it was from a listener. Uh, Because I think I had been maybe speaking about pianos on the show that day. So it didn't seem out of the realms of possibility that somebody was was messaging me about a grand piano. I remember saying to Vicky, somebody's trying to give me a baby grand piano. Do you remember that? (laughs) And then... I didn't get onto it because it was the end of the year and I thought, I'll deal with it in the new year. Well, blow me down if a couple of weeks or last weekend I didn't have a look in my inbox. And there was another message, this one that I just read to you. So I thought, hold on a minute. This is weird. So I Googled the email address and what came up was an article about a scammer who is using this apparent baby grand piano as bait. Uh, and it seems that the scammer uh, lures you in with saying you can have this for free, but you need to pay a delivery free fee. And that's where that's the element of the scam. Uh, so joining me on the line now to talk about how to spot and report scams like these is Marnie van Skalkvik, uh, who is the CEO of the South African Fraud Prevention Centre. Marnie, good to have you with us. Thanks for making time for us this morning.
0: Hello, Sarah, Jane, and thank you for inviting me to the interview.
1: Money, did I do the right thing by not responding to this email?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And I think you did more than the right thing. You did the clever thing of uh, emailing or Googling the email address mm. to 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 get to the article that you did. So you did exactly the, the right thing. Even if one kind of suspects maybe it is a scam and you phone to, to find out and you they will convince you that it's not mm. um, so, so we, they are really very good in convincing people and I make always a distinction between scams and fraud is that a scammer has perfected the art in convincing us you know very really professional people in convincing people to part with their money part with their pins part with their banking details etc. <sighs>
1: Are you aware of this particular scam, Marnie? This this baby grand piano one is that one that's been reported to you at
0: all? Um, well, I, I, I haven't looked at it's it reported to us, but I can tell you that it's just one in thousands. Um, and and if we look at the hierarchy of of scams, the fake goods uh, which will it fall into that category is only number five. Um, you know, so, so the, the scam the scams from one to four. Are uh, more frequent than that, so I can tell you that the scammers are really out there and trying to get hold of either our information, um, number one, or number two, to get hold of our money.
1: Tell us about that. Then there's you say that there's a, a sort of list of the top scams in the country. Tell us a little. <coughs> tell us what's on that list. What are the the the, the most common scams that yes. we might come across?
0: What what we're seeing now is. Um, people pretending to phone you from the bank to say that there's been fraud on your account and um, they want to stop this debit order or they want to uh, transfer the money into a safe account and then they will send you a a one-time pin, and you just need to read it back to them or you need to approve that debit order. So it looks all legitimate, you know, because they they have got some of that information and and number one and then so they verify some information with you you feel confident that it is you receive this one time pin in your phone very similar to what the ladies just explained and you feel obliged um, to respond because you want to save the rest of your money um that is the number one and people need to i think realize that you have the moment you give that one time pen or you approve it You've just, you know, lost all your money. Um, sure. You just approved it digitally to be to be moved into a fraud suspended. account. So that is our, our main uh, problem that we are sitting now with. Mm. Um, but the, the the third one is investment, uh, where people are lured to invest into a uh, financial product um, which doesn't exist. Um, and uh, they, they show... Good, um, you know, good statistics on the growth, et cetera, et cetera. Then romance scams is uh, next oh, one of them. yeah. It, um, where people are paying uh, lovers which they haven't met. Um, and the Tinder Swindler,
1: have. the Tinder Swindler, exactly. as we all remember, yeah.
0: Exactly. Yes, yeah, 100%. Great. And then uh, fake goods, uh, the last one. So, totally. It's, uh, and, and we get the fake goods one usually running. Uh, from Black Friday time, end of All November, right. right through to to you know end of December, um, um, your your spe- specific um, p- grand piano for that. Um, it's just another version of it. you know just another version. So you you get exactly the right thing, Sarah Jane. To Google the email address and, and to see what you got?
1: Well, I'm so glad that I did, Marnie, because it looked... You know, I think I'm pretty good at... I'm so cynical that, I mean, I've probably actually ignored a lot of legitimate mails from my bank because... I am so uh, I am really am I, I am so cynical about these kind of things uh, but it just looked and also what was the tone of this email was very much along the lines of the of a, of the type of email that I do receive very often from listeners yes. picking up on things that I may or may not have spoken about in the show um, so I'm so glad that I did because I would have rem- I would have emailed I mean listen they wouldn't have got far because they would have come back and said oh can you send a delivery fee and I'd have said ah no hold on a minute i've yes, got gotcha. you exactly. um but 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 Excellent. not everyone would and i think that's what's so significant to this i yes. i think about particularly you know my, my mom who is older um yes. and and i worry that um I, pr- presumably older people are often the, become the victims of scams above other mm, people. Mm. Would, I, would I be right in saying that, Mike? Yeah.
0: 100%, because I think they're more trusting. I think they, um, especially when people, you know, when I, my first example of this person phoning from the bank, um, w- when they ph- phone older people and they get aggressive, um, right. the, 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 the person from the bank becomes aggressive to say, but you have to do it because we're going to lose, all your money, and then I'm going to be in trouble, and and, and then the older people feel threatened, and they feel that they yeah. need to do that. They need to do to, to do that, and that's why we, we we say in the moment you feel uncomfortable, put down the phone, put down, don't even try to speak to the person or try to reason. Put the phone down because they are really professional, yeah, um, and they will they will try to convince you. And, you know, the, the UK has, has got a wonderful uh, project that they're running called um, Stop and Wait. You know, they, they take, take five. So the project's called Take Five. Take five minutes. When you feel uncomfortable about it, just stop what you're doing and take five minutes and think about why the caller is trying to pressurize you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you're just joining us this morning, we are talking to Marnie van Scalke, um, who is the CEO of the South African Fra- Fraud Prevention Centre. And we're talking about, um, or specifically, the Yamaha Baby Grand Piano scam, but also others, the, the scam landscape in South Africa. And I'm asking you also this morning, have you fallen victim to one of these scams? And how did you identify, uh, first of all, that it was uh, that it was a scam? Maybe you did, in fact, lose money. We've had two messages now coming in uh, saying, Sarah Jane, I was caught. There was a post on Facebook saying that Froggy Shoes and Tsonga Shoes were having a sale. Beautiful pictures. But after being caught, I phoned Tsonga Shoes and Froggy Shoes and they told me it was a scam and it's still ongoing. That's from Jenny, uh, mm. and then somebody else mm. saying there's a froggy shoe scam on social media, offering up to eighty percent discount. People must rather visit the froggy website. They are aware of it and caution the public not to fall for it. Mm. Um, mm. In in a couple of Facebook groups, local neighbourhood groups that I'm a, a member of, there's a Smeg freezer scam doing the rounds, where somebody sells a is is offering for sale on Facebook Marketplace um, a Smeg freezer, mm. Um, mm. says it's brand new, it's all boxed up. Up, you pay for it, and then you get it home, and it's not at all a Smeg freezer. Um, how do, how does one? I mean, how how are you keeping on top of the scammers, money? How how difficult is it to actually catch scammers?
0: Okay, so, so we are not in in the business of catching scammers. Right. We, okay. We are in the business. Uh, w- what we do, and we're not not-for-profit organisation. Right. Um, and and we're helping businesses and individuals. Um, to to become aware and to report it, so, so we started a company called gonna, uh, a, a product called Hema, Y I M A. Yes, HEMA. and very similar to the to the UK product, where we say stop, you know, stop and think, and then the Hema is a tool. I think firstly for a centralized tool for people to report scams. Um, number one number two to make them aware of what are the scams going around um, but I think more importantly we give free tools to consumers where if they are standing on a on a fake website that we will warn them and say that the scoring of a website is too low um, and there are various factors playing at all on the score but the the, the the end result get off that website You you, you are standing on a on a questionable website, and then the, the last product is we give them a a hotline to to phone, so that if you do part, you, you you became a victim of a scam, you can phone your bank. And you know some of us have got one or two banks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you can't think of the numbers, but this centralized line will connect you to the various banks.
1: What's the number? So, so Hema
0: mm-hmm. Hema. Sorry, just the, the Hema website is Hema Y I M A. All done there. just you know, so consumers yeah. can just uh, go to that website and and have a look at what scams there.
1: Yeah, because I think that's ex- exactly. Is there is there a hotline number? Did you say, Marnie?
0: Yes, 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 yes. The number is uh, 0861 and then it spells out scams oh eight six one ah. scams.
1: Okay, fantastic. How how do we report? And should should we try and report all scams? Is it worth it? Is it worth doing?
0: And yes, I think it's definitely worth doing. And through the hotline, we will also connect you to the police. And um, it's it, the, the police. We work very closely with the 419 uh, department within the police, and they are definitely following up, looking at trends, getting to syndicates. Um, and and you know the the problem with scams, it's not somebody sitting in Sandton that is trying to scam somebody in Cape Town. Right. Um, these are people from all over the world trying to 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 get into your money and your bank account so they work with Interpol it has it's an incredible connection you know out of, out of there so it's very important to to report it to the police because the police then can see um, what is going on we also have started our tool with Lima. Report the trends to the police or what we see.
1: Mm, mm. Marnie, I just want to pick up on something you said there, which is which is really interesting to me. And 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 you had said you know they are so sophisticated, they are they are almost impossible to uh, to identify a lot of the times. What what was so interesting to me about the mail that I received was that it seemed you know the email address is Lindy Pretorius one five one at gmail.com. Now the number of mm. messages that I get every week from listeners who might be you know. Um, Sally Jones or Tsepo um or whoever it may be mm. you know it looks like it could well have been it's it's a yes. lot it was a lot less easy than than the nonsense emails that i get which i you know have got perhaps mm. like a um you know they're asking me they say oh you know if you can just send me this you can have a share of 30 billion nigerian whatever mm. it may be or i mean that obviously mm. is straight into the into the delete box and absolute nonsense but this one just looked so convincing and you think oh okay well maybe uh this I, th- this is this is a great one I really appreciated your time this morning, Marnie, and you've given our listeners also some uh, some some somewhere to go uh, if they yeah. think that they are um, potentially being uh, being somebody is trying to scam yeah. them. Uh, we appreciate your time, uh, Marnie, and uh, and thanks once again uh, for joining us. Marnie Van Skalkvick is the CEO of the South African Fraud Prevention Centre.